What is up, everybody? Um, happy Saturday to you all. Today I'm in out in Seattle. I've been out here for a couple days, uh, dog and cat sitting for my sister who was in Hawaii for a few days. Um, and a lot of things have been happening that are mostly good um, for me um, mentally. And, um, you know, I'm not going to share everything in this podcast episode, but I definitely wanted to talk about dreams as the main topic because I feel like when your conscious is aware of certain things you've been hiding or burying or, you know, you're just now realizing, your subconscious will feed into that. And especially when you dream, your subconscious will display those things in such a unique and profound I'm so sorry, guys. I had got a phone call, so it kind of cut me off. But anyways, I was saying that when your subconscious mind feeds into what your conscious mind has unlocked for it, basically... Because really, if you think about it, the things are really in your subconscious. So when your conscious mind unlocks the things that are in your subconscious, your subconscious goes and displays those things in, you know, real life scenarios. But for me, it tends to be dreams. And it could be real life scenarios, too, where you're like, you handle things completely differently than you would have either expected or would have before. You get what I'm saying? So, I, like I said, I wanted our main topic today to be about dreams and, you know, interpreting them, what you should do with them, how you should feel about them. Or not not me telling you how you should feel about them, but encouraging you to um, go within them, understand them, you know, not necessarily how, telling you how to feel. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to word it that way. Um, but anyway, so, you know, here and there, I've had extremely vivid dreams where they tell me a lot right and some dreams i've had where you know i remember them they're vivid but they don't really tell me much um at least i didn't think they did or i'll have dreams where i slightly remember but they fade away and they don't have a you know a meaning much to me so you have different categories of dreams everyone does some people remember every single dream vividly you know um and everybody reacts to dreams differently because of you know, how they, like I said, how they, how you interpret them, you know, they make you feel something. They do. Dreams do make you feel something because it's something going on in your mind. You know, you might not be awake, but when you wake up from those dreams, you could have a scary nightmare, right? And what happens when you have a scary nightmare? You wake up in fear. You wake up in, you know, being scared, you know, and if you have a sex dream, you wake up feeling flustered or you wake up feeling, you know, aroused or, you know, different things. These dreams have a lot of power on you. And it's so crazy because this is with our eyes closed. This doesn't compare to fantasies. It doesn't compare to daydreaming. Dreaming is like it's huge. It's powerful. And how we handle those dreams, how we take those dreams is what's really important. So, like I said, I've been having dreams here and there. And something that just happened for me just allowed me to have a dream that was just, it was beautiful, but it was a lot. So I'm going to kind of talk about the dream. I wrote about it. It kind of sounds all over the place right now, but it's not, it's not, um, fully like descriptive but descriptive but i did incorporate as much as i could as much as i believed that just made sense to me in the moment but anyway so to give a little um what's it called a uh, i was gonna say a four story forewarning um 
growing up, I'll make this really quick though, but growing up, I, in middle school, I, like, actually growing up, when I was younger, I always knew that I liked girls, right? But I also also knew that I liked guys. I definitely, I had one relationship with a guy, it was never physical, it was just emotional, virtually, and, you know, I really cared about him, um, and it ended well, um, and then after that, that was when I was, like, that was, like, when I was 12, and after that, um, when I was, like, 15, 15 up until now, 18, I've had well over 18 partners that were all females. I had never talked to a male again. And here's why. When I was in middle school, I allowed people to, because I was very popular in middle school. I was about to say famous. Very popular in middle school. Everybody knew me, you know. So I was like, okay, going with the crowd, doing my own thing, but still being my own person. And so while in doing so, that I know that sounds contradicting, but while in doing so, I allowed other people to tell me the things that I am not so much like oh I need your validation oh I want you to tell me who I am oh I want you to tell me what this means to you about me it was more so people were like oh she's gay she's lesbian because she's pulling all these girls she's dating all these girls she's you know she's dressing like a boy here and there she's also dressing like a girl you know like putting a label like stud on me or you know but they weren't trying to hurt my feelings intentionally. That's what their brain made out for them of what I am. You know, because I didn't tell them like, oh yeah, I'm a stud. Or, oh yeah, I'm a lesbian. Or, yeah, I'm gay. You know, I didn't tell them that openly. I was just like, at that point in my life, I was living like, I am what I am. You know, I like girls and I date girls and I have sex with girls. It wasn't so, me so much pushing away the fact that I was attracted to guys. Um, You know, in middle school, I definitely remember like there was one kid named Colin... And I had a crush on him, and I told him. And there was another kid named Willie. I had a crush on him, and I told him. Both. I Colin was like, eh, but he was playing my feelings. And I didn't really read into that that much. But Willie, I kind of slightly got rejected by him. Um, and I don't think that rejection really played a role into what I'm about to tell you now. But anyways, um, like I said, I let people call me these things. Like, I'm lesbian, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, tell you, I guess I am. Shit, I am what I am. And I kept living in that label for so long at a young age and you know what living in a label does to you that you didn't pick for yourself does to you it allows your mind to shape into those constricting ways those confining ways so you say okay at a young age at 13 i'm a lesbian okay this means that you don't like guys this means that you don't have feelings for guys this means that you're not attracted to guys i allowed myself to live on that cycle over and over and push the feelings i had away for guys and as i got older and more more mature facing that shame facing that guilt um at kind of 17 17 as i started waking up and realizing like something's not right here but 18 it was like, okay, yo, you need to change this around because this is, this is not you. You know, when I turned 18, for real, you know, that's when I started digging into it. Um, that, like, I do like guys. I, I am attracted to guys. And I used to fear of, you know, um, fantasizing about guys or having sex with guys. I'm getting real personal and vulnerable with you guys because, like, this is a serious thing. This is a serious problem with labels. And, you know, this is what's going to add up to me telling about the dream. But it really affected how I thought, my thought pattern. I was just, like, minimalizing how I felt about guys or, you know, redirecting. If I thought about a penis, I was like, ew, that's wrong. But if I think about a vagina, I'm like, hmm. You know, 
that that thought pattern is completely wrong and and it's unfair to you as a person you should be able to allow your mind to have these thoughts and some thoughts aren't true sometimes i have a struggle thinking that some thoughts aren't true that that statement but anyway some thoughts that come across your mind aren't always what's going to be reality you know it's okay to think it's okay to dream it's okay to feel the things that you feel because they're a part of you they make you you but to deny them to dismiss them that's one thing you know that that's hurtful to your person because you're then um belittling the true feelings that you have belittling the true thoughts that you have and that is not fair and so i'm here trying to share to you guys and express to you guys that if you put yourself in a label that you don't feel is right but you're still forcing it or you allowed other people to do that for you and you're going along with it pause and think to yourself is this really me is this really how i feel confront that um that that opposing view that opposing thought confront it understand it because if you keep living in this lie keep living in this norm and i know if you're clicking onto this and like it's making you uncomfortable something's going on here within your body and i'm telling you like as a true speaker as a true friend as a true family member of you it's just like confront it you know but when the time is right for you you don't have to confront it right then right there you don't have to do it um right now it could be in a week it could be in a month it could be in a year whenever your body has accumulated enough strength enough bravery conquer it head on attack it because it's going to keep eating you up and me i think my living purpose is one to not only help people understand themselves and give them a comfortable space to express themselves that's i feel that's one of my purposes but also to promote comfortability and um conquering things that make you uncomfortable you know like things that make you put yourself down i'm all about that right now especially my life as as an 18 year old because in my life i want to be able to live my life so freely that if i want to walk outside naked on a beach on a new beach i will feel whole i won't feel missing i won't feel missing in certain pieces of my you know my body my heart my mind it's one of my um, i think i mentioned on my bucket list but anyways i'm sorry this is getting long but one of my things that i mentioned on my bucket list was just to walk on a new beach and feel free because this is my body i don't want to feel that shame trapping me i want to befriend that shame to let that shame know like hey yeah you have controlled a lot of my body a lot of me but it's time to be friends and it's time to work together because this shame doesn't have to be negative it can be deviance stepping outside of your norm stepping outside the convenient or the um the conventional way of living that you've been exposed to but anyways so to wrap that up um brief overview if you feel like something is you know fear something that you're fearing or feel shame ashamed of or guilty of is starting to trap you conquer it understand it and become one with it because if you don't if you keep burying it it's silently gonna flourish and it's going to bury you alongside it oh well that's a lot huh Anyway, so let me get to this writing, this dream. So I'm going to read the dream to you first. And then after I read the dream to you, I want you to listen to what I have to say about um, about dreams, okay? All right. So he lived on the ocean, an open basket home. You could lay on the bed with white sheets, a man, a woman, 
wooden floors with white sheets looking out at the precious water. I met him online. He stood a grown man, naked, with beautiful Italian roots in front of this mirror. My fingers were inside me, and I let him watch. The power he had over me sexually was intense. As I actually met him, the woman, the bed, the water, I happened to know the woman that also laid in his bed. I uh, uh, pause right here. I included her name. I'm not going to actually include her name because this is someone that I actually know. That This has never happened. This is a dream, but I don't want to um, put them in any um, uncomfortable state. Um, so we're going to say Idaho. So I knew the woman that had also happened to lay in his bed, Idaho. We pretended as if we didn't know each other. I pulled his gentle eyes and powerful manhood aside as she crept away to go pee. And I asked him if she knew about me. He didn't tell her. We told him we knew each other as she came out the bathroom. He's somewhat in shock, but he was okay as we were all okay. What a dream to have. He asked me about my choice of underwear, boxers, and I felt he would be less attracted. So I made it seem like it was a one-time thing. Part two. On the trip I was to see my mother. She was on, um, on muscle relaxers. I knew. I brought a stranger after my plane ride to the entrance of where my mom met me, looking for me because I didn't call her on the phone to tell her I landed safely. The stranger intoxicated her as well. Billie Eilish was performing inside that entrance hours and hours later. Beforehand was a party of many teens to the age of 25 years old. The unknowingly, they unknowingly took my fruit punch. When I grabbed the remainder, it spilled on my white vans. They all seized, gasped, and laughed at me. I chose the tactic to make them pity me. So that is my writing of the dream. There was a lot more to that dream, but that was just like kind of a brief overview of the things that stood out to me the most that made me like, wow. Because that has a lot to tell me, and I'm going to break down the things that I found. So for one, um, you know, take a minute, pause, get your interpretation of what you feel of what this dream means to me. And what it means to you. All right. So key points I put out. Masculine woman features, comma, mom on pills, comma, pity tactic that I gained from my mother, and comma, embarrassment for embarrassment. So recently, I've been more and more open to including guys into the equation. What I mean by that is when I see a guy that is so attractive, I, I allow that to walk through me as before i didn't I, I shunned it away like i said before with that label being lesbian growing on to it creating that cycle i pushed that shit away but as i got older you know now me trying to be more open with myself which i'm doing a great job at i um allow not only you know the feeling of if i find a female attractive walk through me like i've always done but allowing a male that i find attractive um those feelings walk through me and so um, recently there's this guy, um, we're going to call him Gate. Um, Gate and I have been talking, we're just friends, but I could tell that he was interested in me. And me as a woman, I have a lot of masculine features. You know, my build, uh, my hair is cut short, I got waves, um, the way I dress sometimes. And one of the things that, that came to me, you know, understanding his attraction to me was, you know, someone brought up, when I told my friend about this, she was like, has he ever been with a masculine woman? And I was like, I don't, I don't know. 
you know, I don't know, but I could I can genuinely tell his attraction to me. And so one of the things that I started to subconsciously think about, I think, was um, I wear boxers. You know, those masculine things. How would he feel about those things? And I happened to we were playing uh, GTA and Gate had asked me, like, after I um, after I no, I had asked him, I'm sorry, I had asked Gate, how do you feel about me liking girls? And he was like, shit, that's cool. Like, if we both find a girl attractive, you know, I won't get in trouble for saying, you know, we can both look at her and be like, damn, she's attractive. And at that moment, I was like, okay, he's cool people, you know? So that made me feel somewhat comfortable, but I still have these kind of questions because this is new to me. Um, Having this whole masculine take that I've built and created and accumulated as I got older, you know, um, now facing the fact that I'm letting guys, um, the feeling of guys, the thought of guys, you know, welcome them in how it will affect and how it will all counteract i'm sorry that kind of got scrambled but me and my masculine build how it affects that male what it means to them are they uncomfortable do they not like that does that make them ego seize their ego seize up does it make their pride feel vulnerable so those certain things that i'm gonna have to learn along the way but here's the part where it adds up my my conscious mind when it asked him that it unlocks something for me, as well as allowing this male to, you know, kind of flirt, but also see a different side of me that no one has in a very, very long time, like years. It unlocks something in my subconscious mind. And for that, my subconscious mind unlocked um, a way to display it, which was in the dream, which was a male that I spent time with and another woman. Um and I was thinking the other day, like, I wouldn't mind being in a in a thruple with a guy or having a threesome. But before I was like, ew, that's disgusting. I would want to be the only female with another female. I don't want a male. You know, but this is my mind. This is my body becoming comfortable with the ideal of guys. So if you are a a, a lesbian... And I say this with all due respect, but if you are a woman that is within the label of lesbian or gay, I should say, um, but you're starting to have feelings and attraction to guys, which is so okay, but you're having feelings of wanting to actually partake in these things and feel, you know, somewhat comfortable in it, I would advise you to look into your label. I'm not, I'm not telling you, um, oh, you're wrong as a person. But interrogate your label, understand it. Does this really suit you? Does this really fit you? Does this meaning really add up to you? You know, I'm not trying to talk down on y'all, but from a point of being there, it's like I'm glad I'm catching this at a young age because I would have hated to get in my 40s and be like, damn, I just really wish I just let guys just come into my life and feel comfortable and you know, allow myself to somewhat be vulnerable with guys, you know, and then think, you know, it's already too late at the age of 40. And I'm catching it at a young age and it's allowing me to mature in so many different ways. But I'm telling you, honey, dreaming is beautiful and it is powerful. Take advantage of your dreams. Understand your dreams, where they come from, because I've had so many dreams where they've unlocked so much for me. I mean, ranging from 
you know, my fears, how I feel around just guys, the vulnerability around guys, um, being vulnerable, um, past lovers, um, just so many things. And the fact that I was able to have this dream with this male that I was completely, he was an Italian guy. He was beautiful. You know, I was comfortable with him and it brought me back to my younger years, which is a lot more deeper and I don't want to get into it that much right now, but it allowed me to see, okay, I'm a masculine woman. How was a male going to take on these masculine features if I happen to be in a relationship or date a guy or hook up with a guy? Um, you know, it also brought attention to how I use this pity tactic because my mom would always kind of make people pity her and I absorbed that from her and I hated when she did that and I absorbed that and I saw that in that dream like I pit I made other people pity me and it was because in that dream I felt embarrassed and for that I made them feel embarrassed and I made them pity me and I used to do that a lot and I, I I've grown out of that and so I'm proud that my brain is allowing myself to see those things but if you have dreams get a dream journal open up in those dreams define understand what they mean articulate them dreaming like i said dreaming is a powerful thing but it's all how you interpret it because they can make you feel a lot of things and it can be very overwhelming very um but yeah um that's pretty much all i have today it was mainly me speaking about my dreams but you know it was kind of covering you know labels you feel like a certain label isn't defining you maybe that label isn't for you maybe labels aren't for you maybe it's just those labels are just trying to pry you out and say hey be whatever the fuck you want to be and you don't have to put a label on that shit um you know dreams they have a lot to say something your conscious unlocks your subconscious therefore your subconscious unlocks something in your subconscious to show in your conscious um that's kind of confusing but it makes sense to me um and your subconscious finds a a way to display that in a beautiful way i think and you know it's just it's just a lot to take in but like i said um happy friday guys dig into your dreams if you have them start writing about them start understanding them because they're gonna tell you something and they are um but that's all for today. I didn't want to make this podcast too long, nor too short, I guess. I didn't really think about the short side. But this is a good, a good length right here. I'm trying not to go over 25 minutes because um, I know some of y'all got shit to do. Y'all got stuff to do in your day, things to take care of. So I hope you guys had a good listening, a good perspective, a good opinion, you know. And if this did make you uncomfortable, but in a way that it was pinpointing something specifically that you're not you're not ready to fully express or understand that's a start you know that is a start you should be proud of yourself for understanding that feeling feeling that feeling because that's like that anxiety you get what i'm saying like that feeling of like like that frighten that frighten enhancing within your stomach within your chest within your mind it's a beautiful thing to understand um but farewell my friends i hope you have a good day i hope you have a great week i will talk to you guys soon i move into college um my college campus pretty soon here actually next week so i'm gonna get a podcast out to you guys pretty soon here but i do one thing i did forget was a quote for you guys and i'm going it's not straight out of the book but 
um actually it will be out straight out of the book i'm going on my pinterest i'm not near my book and i always share with you guys i've recently been sharing with you guys um quotes from either young pueblo or april green or both um but i'm going to give one to you guys right now um just to leave you off on a good note and to see what you're feeling about it all right all right so here is i'm going to give you two I'm making sure they're in the right book because I'm on Pinterest right now and they could very well be not. Okay. Sometimes we feel like exploding, not because of anything or to hurt anyone, but simply because we are growing, releasing, letting go the old, letting go, letting the old parts die so that new habits, new ways of being have space to live shedding. That is beautiful because that is what's happening right now. I feel like exploding. I feel so overwhelmed at times, but it's because a new growth pattern is happening within me and it's beautiful and it's going to be good. All right. When we disconnect from our pain, we stop growing. When we are dominated by our pain, we stop growing. Freedom is observing our pain, letting it go and moving forward. Middle path. I feel like that just encapsulated everything that I just talked about in this podcast. That pain, that guilt, that shame. If you let it conquer you, it's going to bury you. You don't want to be buried next to it. But anyways, I keep talking, guys. All right, I'll see you guys um, next week, hopefully. If not, you will see me soon. I will talk to you guys soon, unless you guys know when I'm back on social media. But until then, if you have any questions, anything you want to say, any comments or concerns you want to reach out, I will go ahead and open up a questionnaire in the podcast. Or you can contact me through my email, Alpha lima india yankee alpha hotel monet as an m mike o oscar n e t l e w i s at gmail.com all right peace y'all i'm out